time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones, and our co-host, Bryant Falconer's busted at the seams laughing already. I don't even know what's going on over there. I'm just praying that you can't say what we were going to say, <laughs> but Negative. I am doing good. <laughs> Glad to know you're doing well. Man, man. We do have a great co-host. We great thank host. you so much for being on the show, man. part of the show. You are the show. Nah, bro. This is your this is your world. I'm just a squirrel looking for a nut, man. <laughs> Happens that I have two. No. Nah, bro. We good. <laughs> we are good. <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what we're smoking. Okay. I'm gonna let you go first. You're smoking some Mac Cracker or something. Yeah, you go, man. Some Monte Cristo. <laughs> oh, I meant Monte Cristo. Yeah. That's what I said, yeah, Mac right. Cracker. Anyway, Monte Cristo Afrique Select. Afrique Select is that spelled A F R E A K? No, a freak. It's A F R I Q U E. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm smoking <laughs> the uh, Carrillo, the Perez Carrillo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we're drinking some uh, Rebel Yell. Rebel, yeah. Uh, is it Ball and Bond? I, I don't see where it says bottled and bond, but it is 100. So yeah. same as. Bottle and Bonds. But what was the, who sang that song? With a rebel yell. That was Rabble that. Uh, more, more, first, more. I was going to say Adam Ant, but it no. wasn't Adam Ant. It was the other dude with the white hair. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I can see his Billy face. Idol. Idol. Yeah. Billy Idol. Billy Idol. <laughs> he, more, he had, more, more. You know what? He had. I wasn't a big fan of his music. I mean, of course, everybody loved that song. Yeah. That one and White Wedding. Yep. And then there was a couple of other ones that he did that were big hits, but the most of his music was not that good. You know what I mean? He 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 made some catchy tunes, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he wasn't a one hit wonder. He was a he three was probably hit a three or four hit <laughs> yeah. wonder. I think. I mean, maybe I should reexamine, but I don't <laughs> think that would be necessary. So. But that's what I thought when you said, "Rebel." I was like, and it just the song just started going across my mind. I was like, "Wow, who sang that? That was an '80s tune." Yeah, yeah, big '80s, big 80s tune, and they 80s. still and they still played in the club today. What club are you going to? I don't go to any clubs, but <laughs> it's one of those songs, songs that, that they last, play because yeah. it gets the crowd yeah, wound it does. up, especially for those of us that were in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> no, you hear that song, you like, yeah, because you know the verse that we sing behind it, right during the chorus. No, I'm not going to tell you Thank on you. the show. It's not appropriate, but <laughs> I'll tell you, you afterwards. <laughs> you really don't know? No. Huh. Yeah, anyway, we'll get back to that after the show. I'm trying to think of what could be that. You you would have no idea. Yeah, I got but you. I can, I can tell you that I got later. you, bro. So anyway, uh, let's talk about Case Elegance. Dude. 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 <laughs> Bryant is happier than a pig in shit. I, 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 I'm glad you said that. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyway... Uh, Case Elegance has sent us some humidors oh, to try them out. Man. And... I can't try out all four of them. No. So I told Bryant, 
You pick whichever one you want. And the ex-army guy and me oh. took the olive drab green one that looks like a ammo Flip-locker. cane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, it does. It looks like both of them. It's really nice. Oh, dude. And those those latches on both sides. And the like, handles yes, on both sides. The yes, piano. Yes. I mean, dude. I'm like. So here's the thing. Once you get it set up, you got to. I'll talk about pictures. Dude, I'm gonna talk about it. Let me see it. Y'all gonna get tired of it. You know what? Because that was my favorite one too. (laughs) But I'll let you have first pick. I appreciate that. Ah, I'm worth something. You are. One one draft pick in 30 years. Speaking of the draft, it's coming up soon. Yeah, dude, I don't want to talk about. Do y'all what? what, What's y'all's pick at? Number three. Number three. Going with quarterback. Yeah, and it was. We everybody know Lawrence is going first, and uh, the Jets are taking that other guy. Uh, I can't think of his name, but uh, that left us with Mac Jones from Alabama, Ohio State's quarterback Justin Fields, and this guy from uh, I don't know North Dakota State, something like that. But he won. They won the national championship last year in uh, the FCA. Cool. But athletically, arm and can make all the throws. Ohio State, Justin Fields. Okay. But they, t- they saying we're going to get Mac Jones from Alabama, man. It's a pocket passer, man. Dude can't move. He's not mobile. You don't I, have to be mobile. Yeah, because they, the, they changed the rules. If you, I, don't, if, if, if you can make the throws, you don't have but to he, be a scrambler. He can't make all the throws, though. Well, that's an issue. And we got a guy that we can pick that can make all the throws with the mindset. Let me come from Big Ten, Ohio State. You don't get – well, I can't say that because – the dude Washington picked two years ago. <laughs> so, but it's just like, I'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So we got the third pick. But I mean, either one of those guys are going to oh, be heck good. Yeah. Heck yeah. Especially with the you system hope. we run because it's still, it's still offshoot of the run and shoot. You know, you ain't got to look long. I heard the rumor, the uh, Patriots were trying to make a trade with Green Bay. For Rodgers? No. Who? For the quarterback they drafted behind him in the draft. Oh, the, the guy that Love? they got. Yeah, they got last year that made him scared. Right. Yeah. Mm, I, I don't think Green Bay would do that because you ain't got that many more years with, uh, with Rodgers, man. Rodgers is not going to do what Brady did. Last He's not going to pay. The- last year, he had his best season Ever. 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 So, I mean, it's hard to say he won't be available. If he wants to play for another three or four years, he probably can. That's perfect. At a high level. Because what did they do with him with Brett in front of him? He sat for four years. Yeah, but you don't want to do that. I mean, he's already sat for a year. You set him for four more, five years? No, no, he ain't going to last no five years. Because the first time that that rookie contract is gone, he gone. He ain't going to sit there and wait on that. Right. there's no loyalty in there anymore. Everybody either looking for that ring, or if they can't get to somebody looking for the ring, they want all the money they can get. Well, there's some apparently God's gift to tight ends in the draft this year. and Y'all going to get him? No, mm. no. The, the Cowboys would love oh, heck, to get yeah. him. But he's probably going to go at like number five or number oh. six, which is high for a tight end. True. <clears throat> but – that leaves the Cowboys taking the second best cornerback in the league. Okay. And I'll take that all day long. Because defense wins championships. Well, we just had just a shitty defense <laughs> yeah. that we need help. Defense wins championships. All right. Enough, enough about football. 
enough about football. It's it's the Cowboys have been so boring this offseason. <laughs> you have nothing to talk about. Nothing. You know, Jerry Jones is always making big deals in the offseason. He didn't do anything this year. And, you know, the highlight of the Cowboys is the offseason and the draft because everything paper. else sucks. Yeah, because y'all no, start no, no. looking beautiful on the paper. The rest of it looks <laughs> horrible. Oh, oh man, we when look you, great on paper. We're going to do it this when year. When you start looking at the record, you okay. know. So, anyway. Uh, hey, let's uh, talk about our sponsors. Yes, sir. We talked about Case Elegance. Look down the show notes. You'll see a link. Show notes. Go by and check out their humidors. They got some badass new humidors. Yes. And, I mean, the quality is amazing. You're, you're not going to want to buy a piece of Mm-mm. shit when you can actually buy something that is handcrafted. It's nice. It's beautiful. And it works. And every, when you buy one, it comes, comes with, with the, the whole humidification hum- system. Yes. Yes, you don't have to go out and, you know, figure out what you're going to do. It's and there. They have their own humidification system that comes with it. And so all you got to do is start it up. Oh, and if you go by there and use the uh, code cigar talk, you get free monogramming on anything that you want to get. So make sure you look at the link in the yes, show sir. notes. Go yes, check them sir. out. And then. We got McAuliffe cigars. <laughs> you know, what were you smoking on the pre-show? Grande Bow, Matafina, Torpedo. Torpedo. <laughs> that's my favorite profile. You gave it to me. Well, yeah, but that's my favorite Matafina yeah, profile is that man. Torpedo. And that was know, a beautiful stick, man. It tastes, as you saw, it was a nub when I got to <laughs> He dropped it on the floor, <laughs> and when he picked it up, I was like, dang. <laughs> I see why he dropped it's it. It's smaller than your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. I leave it alone. So anyway, none of your business. <laughs> yeah, dude, they have a profile for every cigar smoker, and the Cigar Journal, mm, dude. Yeah, if you're a new cigar smoker, Grab get it. your hands on one of those. Uh, at any cigar lounge, they sell McAuliffe. They yes. should have the Cigar Journals there. Go by, pick one up. I mean, the information in there. If you're a new cigar smoker, you read through there. You probably know more than I know. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> Lubbock. <laughs> Lubbock. Lubbock. Okay. No. So <laughs> switch the, the vials around. <laughs> so anyway, uh, also you can become a McAuliffe ambassador. Look at the hmm. show notes. Click on the link. Yes. They'll sign up. They'll send you your very own challenge show coin notes. with your own personal number. And then you can be part of their uh, group on Facebook. You remember what Al said two weeks ago? What he said? The numbers are now in the six thousand. Yeah! Wow! That blew my mind. We're three digits, and now there are people in four digits over five thousand. Not that far. Closer to uh, <laughs> four digits than three digits. Yeah. <laughs> man, but it's it's a great community, man. Everything they do for their the, the people on Facebook and. Um, their uh herfs in the live oh, shows yeah, man so much. with andy and amanda everybody sam. man sam and dan yeah i was just saying big Don't dan dan out <laughs> big dan <laughs> so anyway check in the show notes click on their link and if you haven't been down to the show notes that's where all this great information is available show notes, show notes. and if you're on uh po- apple yeah you just click on the link if you're in spotify you got to look down and copy and paste. Uh-huh. Spotify needs to fix that. <laughs> so, anyway, then we also have Artisanal Tobacco that makes Viva La Vida. Five, club, five, club 500. Club 500. 500. You know what? I You know I love the Torpedo. Yes, sir. But that Club 500, 
is a, a bad stick. It's a very it's a bad stick. It's 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 a different stick. Yeah. But it's it's damn good. That's grown man yeah, style. It really is. <laughs> grown man style. Yeah. Stop acting like a kid. <laughs> so anyway, look in the show notes and it'll take you to see where Viva yes, Levita is. And then we'll talk about the leaf, which if you're interested in Viva La Vida or the McAuliffe yes. line, you call up Jay at the Leaf, look in the show notes. It even has their show phone notes. number right there. Yes, sir. You don't even have to click on a link. No, sir. You just call the number and Jay will hook you up with an assortment yes. of cigars and he does badass fast shipping yes, he has bovetta packs in every yes, bag sir. and i mean dude he knocks it out when yes, i sir. talk to other people who order from jay they can't believe how fast they got their cigars and the quality and the way it was when they when it arrived like man he had a bovetta pack in there it was ready to smoke yeah he yeah. takes care of you man yeah he takes care you don't of have you. to let these rest for no because they've come quite they've been shipped now if you're in the abilene area come on 1166 1166 North 2nd. Yes. Go by there. And, you know, I'm going to paraphrase what Al McAuliffe said. Okay. If you're anywhere close to here, this is a good place to show up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Because he enjoyed himself. We enjoyed him, though, man. You know, he was amazed at how nice Jay had built the leaf. Mm -hmm. And that was very apparent on the compliments that he was giving Jay because he was just like over and over Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is really nice. And so Jay should be very proud. If you get an opportunity to visit in person, come by, by, share the experience. And I'll tell you what, I heard Jay telling his employees, reinforcing what their company mission is. And their company mission is to make sure every customer has the ultimate cigar smoking experience and so it it wasn't all these crazy things that companies do it was all about about the the, customer yeah all about the consumer and being a young entrepreneur that jay is he's he's got it on the nose because he takes care of his people and i'm not talking about the people that work for him the people that walk in that door that walk by he talks to people just walking by oh absolutely <laughs> hey how you doing it's it's that type of mentality that builds your vision that builds what he wants and he he's he's on it all i can say is he on it keep doing it bro keep doing it all right coming up next we do have the weekly pick six yeah so hey and one i want to say one other thing about our sponsors yeah is you guys need to know that we turn people down mm-hmm. because we only accept the highest quality. Yep. And so, and, and you know, that that's not just the product. That, that's the people, the brand, the whole nine yards. Everything about them. And, you know, I once had a cigar manufacturer owner <laughs> tell me, well, you're leaving a lot on the table. And I was like, that's, you know what? I have a certain level yeah, standard that yeah. I can't. Be that person. He ain't chasing the dollar. That's not what it's about. You know what I mean? But anyway, that made me realize what that cigar (laughs) manufacturer was about. (laughs) We won't even mention that person's name. But anyway, he's not a sponsor. Nope. (laughs) As you can tell. Right. So anyway, let's start with the uh, pick six. I'm going to let you go first. Yes, sir. I'm going to start off with what I was smoking on a pre-show. Oh. McAuliffe. Grande Bo Montefina. Torpedo. <laughs> Very nice. Yes, sir. Very nice. As we all know, great stick. Everything about it is is bold. It is something that, you know, you enjoy smoking. It's something that you enjoy. My number two was something I smoked this morning. 
in the Soria de Nicaragua, Atanio, Connecticut. I bet you a dollar you can't say that again. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to give you a dollar. <laughs> you nailed it. Once. <laughs> Once. <laughs> and I nailed it this morning, too, because it was a great stick, man. Nice. That, that Connecticut was perfect, man. I got to tell you, that Ashton Connecticut you gave uh-huh. Eight, me. Eight, nine, eight. I, I had to cut it in half and smoke half of it. Why? Because the lower half was plugged. I mean, oh, don't tell me plugged. that, man. It had a big knot in it. I could feel it. <sighs> I tried to work it a little bit, and it so just then didn't work. But the half of the cigar I smoked was really good. Okay. But I was like, I wonder what first third was like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel bad now because I don't like that, man. It happens though. Yeah, it does. But I don't. I don't want to give anybody something that they say. Well, you know, I didn't. I had to do this. But my number three this week was the Drew Estates Liga Provider T fifty two. Oh, good choice. I smoked one of those not long back. (sighs) Hey, Hey guys, we got Nick Gervais from uh, My Monthly Cigars with us. We've been trying to get him on the show for like two years, but he's a busy, busy man. He's always working. Anyway, we're happy to have him on finally. How you doing, Nick? Doing great, Rob. Two years, a long time, man. We talked a lot since in, in that time. I know, yeah, but, but yeah. you are a busy guy, man. You are really all I'm over the around. place. I mean, I'm you, running around. <laughs> you're doing the my monthly cigars, and now you started yeah. a coffee subscription. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's there's subscription options in it. Uh, it's just mainly launched the coffee brand, Fucking Good Coffee, and. Um, you know, there is a subscription option, but you can, it's mainly, you can buy a bag at a time, you know, oh, okay. 12, yeah, 12 ounce. It's not full subscription where my monthly cigars is all subscription. And then a little bit of retail, this kind of flips it on its head because coffee is, you know, it's not a coffee club. That's a little bit different. I feel like with a coffee club, you're going to need, you know, multiple different kinds of coffees and different brands and all that kind of stuff. But uh, for this one, it's just more subscribe and save model. So, which is nice. And we got a bunch of people already. It's been launched. Uh, it's been launched it two weeks ago and it's been awesome. Really? I mean, I, mean, I knew people, I know people love coffee. I just didn't know they love it this much. It's, it's oh, been great. Dude, I mean, I'm, what time is it? It's uh, here in Texas, it's 1230 and I'm having coffee still. Hmm. I already had my pot this morning. <laughs> so, pot? I, what do you mean pot? Yeah. You got to be a, at least a two pot guy, right? A day. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. See, I'm on my second so, pot now, but it's noon something. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one thirty here, and we had some stuff going on this morning that, that interrupted my coffee time, so I had to have my hands full with other things. <laughs> so do you look forward to coffee on Saturdays and cigars? I look forward to coffee every day. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I do that every day, but on Saturdays, I meet with some guys every Saturday, oh. and we all drink coffee and smoke cigars and okay. catch up for the week. Nice, nice. Now, yeah, I mean, I think there is something to it about the weekend coffee, whether you're meeting with somebody or not. Uh, I think you, you've, you've got that weekend vibe that uh, I don't have shit to do. You know? Yeah, it's well, it's kind of nice because, you know, all during the week, I'm out here having my coffee and cigars by myself mm-hmm. first thing in the morning. I mean, I start with coffee and cigars at usually 7 o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> so, you know, but that's just I'm, I'm busy working, I'm smoking, right. and then – you know, on the weekend, it's like, man, I can go down there and just relax and hang out. 
Yeah, that's the difference. That's that's the key difference is just you don't have any real responsibilities. I mean, for me, Saturday, Sunday, it's still working, you know, because we got the two the two companies. But other than that, it's not uh, I have fun doing it. So let's let's not call it work, you know. Hey, well, and I want to tell everybody that my main thing with Nick was my monthly cigars. But mm-hmm. I just like within minutes found out that he's doing the fucking coffee and dude i've been seeing that everywhere so let me just say you're doing a great job of getting the word out about your coffee thanks man appreciate so, it yeah I, mean, I didn't know it was yours but i was like i know i like that i've seen it everywhere i was like all right you know the first time i saw it i was just like oh. and i think somebody i saw somebody post that somebody was posting fake uh account yes. was that you that posted that I think so. I got a, I, it was really funny because <laughs> whoever set up the fake account, kind of the mirror account yeah. on Facebook, um, set it up almost exactly the same, except there are a couple different things, you know, the name spelling, obviously, otherwise they couldn't do it. And the funny thing is I found out first because they sent me a friend request on my personal account. Oh, no way. <laughs> wow. So I'm like, what the hell is this? And then immediately following at like 10 to 15 people just messaging me to say, hey, we got a burner account. You got a fake account alert. Just letting you know. And then everybody, thankfully, just came in and just flooded and reported the hell out of it. And it was gone within a half an hour. It was great. Well, that's no fun. I would have had nah. so much fun with that person. I don't know who they were, but yeah. I mean, I would like to take them down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but that's me. You know how I am. I know. I know. And you know, it's, it's uh, hindsight's 2020. I thought about it afterwards. I was like, man, we could have a little bit of fun with that, but I mean, can I, I order 5,000 bags? What's that yeah. cost for me? Huh? <laughs> I'd like to pay you cash right now. It was funny. Somebody sent me the message that they were sending them because I was running a, a launch contest and the message said, hey, you won. And she goes, you're a fake account. And he goes, no, we're, we're the verified real account. And we just uh, something about like there's a lot of fakes out there. The fake yeah. said there's a lot of fakes out there. Yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> So I love I, I love scammers. I I, I look fun. forward to engaging with scammers. So I, I probably would have had a little fun with that, but you uh had too many you, well you had too many fans that jumped on their ass. It was like it was nice. Ah, it was yeah, real so nice. that's cool, man. It's, it's yeah, like you it got good. backup. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a nice feeling. It's nice feeling that people and, and it was nice. I I appreciated everybody just reaching out and alerting, and that just tells you. You know, you're doing something right. You know, it told me I'm doing something right with MMC because, you know, I built, I'm building this coffee off of, you know, members and all the contacts I've made, of course, through uh, the last two years. And, um, you know, it's been great. So it's just, to me, it told me I'm doing something right somewhere. Uh, so it was kind of justification of keep going. You're, you're doing it right. So Nice, man. Well, I, I, by the way, nice uh, logo and artwork for the coffee. It's really eye-catching. It's like, oh, that's cool. So Thanks. Thanks. And, and you know what's funny is I thought by looking at the artwork and all the just bombardment that I've been seeing of it, and not from you but from other people, that it's like these dudes must be around for a long time. So, I mean, yeah. you're kind of like upstarting it and going from scratch. So that's impressive. Yep. That's good, man. Thanks. No, I appreciate it. It's been in the works for a long time and um, a long time. If you consider eight months, a long time yeah. know, from from uh, planting that seed in my head to execution and finally got around to it. I was hoping to have it done by Christmas, but 
you know, life happens and, uh, Hey, we're here and, and I'm excited. There's so much more to come to it with it too. I mean, I've got K cups coming. People keep asking me, do you have K cups? Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan, but here's the thing, Rob. It's, it's, uh, it's roasted to order coffee. So the beans aren't roasted until you order it. Oh, nice. And with the K cups, they're just acting as, as little supplemental pods for the, the same coffee. So if you're going to order the whiskey barrel blend, uh, whiskey barrel aged in the bag, like ground already or K cups, it's going to be the same thing. It's the same coffee just filled in the K cups. So it's a little bit of a more convenient way for those people who don't have time to get good. Yeah. It's, it's for coffee. all those people who pretend to be a real coffee drinker. I get it. Yeah. Yep. But the K cups are <laughs> K cups are going to be there, man. It's uh no, and, they're very high demand. Popular. It's it's yeah. a high demand thing. And I know a lot of people, including my wife that used the K cups mm-hmm. and, but you know, I, uh, I give people a hard time that use K cups because I use a refillable one. I have a refillable. How does that work? Does that work pretty good? Yeah, it works great. I mean, it's real simple. You get to take your grounds. I mean, usually either I have it already ground up or I use the grinder. I'll just fill the cup with it, pop it in like a K cup and and grab a 10 ounce or 12 ounce cup of coffee. Does the water get hot enough? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same, same thing as if I was brewing it. It's, uh, wow. it's nice. You just got to make sure you have clean water in that, that, uh, Carrick, you know, that's, yeah. the, that's one of the keys. People use tap water. Can't, I, I don't think you can use tap water for coffee. I think it makes a huge difference. So like what water do you use? I filtered, just filtered water. Oh, okay. Like, like reverse yeah, osmosis yeah. is fine. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not using. I'm not putting like Fiji or shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. For my coffee, I've got rain buckets outside, so all mm. I only use rainwater. Do you really? No. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you had me for a second, then I realized who I was talking to. Right. <laughs> so, hey, well, let's back up. I mean, yeah. how long has my monthly cigars been going? Uh, interesting question and timing because we're actually hitting two years. Our, our, uh, two year anniversary is going to be the June box. Gotcha. So we've got 24 boxes. Congratulations, man. Thanks. It's been a, it's been a fun, humbling ride. Um, a lot more ups than downs, which is great. And, uh, you know, the people I've been saying it all along, the people in this industry are just aces across the board. You know, there's maybe, I always say it's 98% of this industry is, is phenomenal people. You know, and everybody knows who the two percent are, and you don't deal with them. You know, right? <laughs> they make right. themselves known pretty, pretty quickly. But um, yeah, it's been a fun two years. You know, met some great people, got some awesome, awesome members, and uh, and great connections like you guys and you and the podcast community in general has been it's been really uh, nice to myself and MMC. So happy where we are, and there's there's more to come. Like we we, we got a few things uh, on the on the horizon too to add. Yeah, I'm thinking like next you're going to be like my monthly guns. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a that would be a club that I'd be all over. You know what I mean? My I got to monthly- know I got to I know, but I got to know something about it. I don't know shit about hey, just guns. just do just do my monthly ammo. We would love to get ammo, ammo in the mail every month. That would be <laughs> badass. They could just I'll sell ammo. That's not a bad idea. Oh yeah. We'll, do that. we'll see MMA. I don't know if I could do MMA though. Oh. Cuz we get MMC I don't think I could I could come up with MMA. We'll figure something out. Cartridges, something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah MMC, uh, my monthly cartridges. There you go. <laughs> my monthly clips. So how long was the idea brewing about my monthly cigars before you ran with it? Oh, God. Over a year. 
uh, at least, you know, from, from concept to execution, you know, it's, um, I've been smoking cigars since, uh, you know, 16, uh, it was even before I was 18, you know, and not heavy, like I have been the past, you know, five, six years. Right. Um, it was just kind of one of those things you would do. You get one of your buddies and it's cool. You know, you have this a poker night or whatever it is and you sit outside, have cigars, but I really kept through it in college and I was really, um, I was big into going to lounges and just kind of the atmosphere there and seeing that. And I looked at a lounge and said, that's not something I want to do. You know, I don't like going to work, <laughs> like, like just being here and doing work, <clears throat> excuse me. And then, you know, after a while I cut my teeth really on cigar clubs. Like I learned a lot about cigars from cigar clubs, you know, getting the different blends, getting the different, you know, shade grown wrappers, the different flavors, different sizes, just learning everything kind of self-taught one-on-one yeah. sort of where you're just like, Hey, this box has, you know, five cigars this month and they're all different. Which one do I like? You figure that out from there. Um, so, you know, it came to a point where I was like, you know what, I'd like to do this. You know, I learned this way because in the last five, six years, I really got more into cigars, like kind of really heavily learning more about the origins, seeds, um, uh, planting, you know, crops and the different types. It's just everything about it was was fantastic. And I got so enamored and I said, why don't I just start a club? I would love to start a club where I can teach people, Yeah, you know, and it's not really education. That's not like what, what I'm going for. I just want a club, hence a cigar club for everyone. It's where you're not feeling like it's a pompous thing to do or a super luxury item that you can't afford. Right. Uh, if you want to try it, I wanted to make it affordable and, and valuable to you to try it out so you can learn. Because some people, I know you know how it is, Rob. If you go into a lounge, how many times do you see a newbie walk in and just not know what to ask or say? Well, let me, look let like me tell you this, and this is what I love about uh, cigar subscriptions. This is what I love about what you do is when you're a new guy, you feel intimidated even going into the cigar lounge because you yeah, don't know shit. And mm -hmm. you go in there and you see these guys smoking and you're like, oh, man, they must know everything, you know, and I don't know anything. And right. so you're giving guys the opportunity to kind of check out the wheelhouse of different cigars and kind of cut their teeth, like you said, before they go in and start hanging out at the cigar lounge. And I think that's a great opportunity for a lot of new guys to try cigars that they would never try on their own because they just don't know. No, hundred percent. I mean, and that, that's kind of where I was going with that. You know, the lounge um, example is you see these guys walk in and they look like that Travolta meme from, you know, Pulp Fiction where he's back and forth. He has no idea where he is and what, what he's doing. And, you know, they're intimidated. That's the, that's the best way to put it. Intimidation is key. You walk in and what are you going to do? You know, don't be afraid to ask questions. That's what I always tell people. Don't be afraid to ask. And if you're in the right lounge, they're going to answer and help you. And you know what's funny, though? You know what's funny, though? It's so easy for experienced cigar smokers like yourself and myself to tell people, ask questions. Don't be nervous. Just go in and ask questions. But if you're the new guy, it's, yeah. it's still difficult to get over that nervous uh, sure. anxiety about talking to guys that you think know all this great information. And I can tell you this, 
and you know, when you go to a cigar lounge, there's guys in there that barely know more than you know, and they've been smoking for 10 years, but they're still smoking the exact same stick every time they light up a cigar because right. they never went outside and explored the line of cigars. And that's something that you allow people to do is explore cigars, you know, and I think that's a great addition for anybody to be able to try cigars that they never knew they might like. Yeah, sure. And again, that's, that's, you know, I, I use the term cut my teeth on it and that's how I learned, you know, okay, those dark cigars, they're not scary, <laughs> you know, right. the Maduro wrappers, you know, it's not, it's not a heavy cigar. I'm not going to collapse, you know, from, from taking a couple puffs, you know, you just, you get over that intimidation factor, you learn and you know what, Rob too, you're doing it at home. Yeah. You know, you, you're on the internet now with so much, so much information out there. You can learn how to light cut. I mean, with, with, you know, podcasts like this one and, and YouTube videos, it's all out there for you to learn if you really want to do it, just almost like with anything, to yeah. be honest. But, um, and, and the key is, it, I say it's a cigar club for everyone. It's because, you know, I'm a seasoned smoker. You're a seasoned smoker. You haven't tried everything. Even the guy who smoked for 40 years and tries a new cigar every day hasn't smoked. Oh, everything. especially in this day and age. I mm -hmm. mean, how many cigars come out every, you know, six months? It's mm. crazy the amount of cigars that come out versus, you know, 20, 30 years ago. In today's yeah. market, there's no way you could keep up. No. Or at least I, I can't. And I smoke a ton of cigars and I can't yeah. keep up. No, I don't think you can, to be honest. I mean, you don't have enough hours in the day to smoke everything. You know, you got Michael Jordan smoking six cigars a day. You know, he smokes the same thing all the time, but. This is a little bit pricier than yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If I if I could afford <laughs> those, maybe I'd smoke those every day, all day. Sure, I don't why know. Why not? <laughs> why not? But yeah, it's um, you know, and that's why it's for a cigar club for everyone. Just you know, if you've been smoking forever, you want to try new stuff. If you're kind of an uh, intermediate, you've only been smoking for a little bit, you're not sure what you like. Give the box a try, and you know, it's month to month. Just cancel before the next one. Right. You know, if you if once you learn and you're ready to go. Come on back and buy some cigars or go to your lounge. Now you know, you know, what you like and you go in and you tell the, um, you know, the guy at the lounge, say, hey, listen, I really like this cigar. It was a Nicaraguan and it had a Maduro wrapper or whatever the case may be. He goes, oh, we got something similar. And now you're, you're snowballing and domino effect into learning about newer cigars, newer brands. And, and, what, you, brands. and what you really get into. Yep. And then you start with, you know, pairing it up with, you know, your bourbons and your whiskeys and your coffees. And, you know, for me, like right now, I'm, I'm drinking, you know, Pellegrino. I love drinking, you know, Perrier or Pellegrino when I smoke. It's just a nice palate cleanser. Yeah. Down here in Texas, we drink uh, Topo Chico. Is that like the version of, of this, of Pellegrino? Yeah, it's a it's like a seltzer type water and you can get the plain, you can get the lime, or you can get the grapefruit. And it's a great palate cleanser just because, you know, when you have a carbonation that's just water, it really cleanses the palate. Yeah, I think I heard, I forget who I heard say it a, long, a while ago. I don't know. I think it was Christian Aroa basically says, like, the worst thing you can drink when you smoke is water, like just flat water. <laughs> He's like, it just takes away from the cigar. I get it. Uh, but the carbonation is a little bit different that that's, he's talking just right. Straight right. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I drink whatever, man. The only thing I don't like dr drinking if I'm smoking a cigar is like a Coke or a Pepsi, mm -hmm. which I don't really drink soft drinks anyway, 
but I have had a drink of Pepsi when I was smoking a cigar, and holy crap, that tasted like garbage. Really? Yeah. There's so many people that, that love having oh. a Coke and a cigar. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I haven't will. had a soda in God. I haven't had a soda in probably three years. Well, you know, it's, crazy. It, just, it's always down to everybody has their own palate. Of course. You know, I mean, and like I know, I hung out and smoked with Al McAuliffe last week at the lounge here in Abilene, and he was mm-hmm. drinking a Diet Coke. And you know, I hang out with guys that drink wine, and I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. that's not my thing. But if that's your thing, go for it. Yeah. And you nailed it with the palate. You know, everybody's palate is different. And that's another nice part about clubs and, you know, like NMC is that you've got different. I try to put different cigars in or types of cigars in every box, you know, like a lighter shade, heavier and a medium, you know, a bodied just so, so you can understand. You may not like 100 percent. I'm not going to hit a grand slam every time. Right. Right. You know, with every person. There's just no way about but that's it. Not the, I don't to, think that's the point, though. No, I think it's the not. point is that I can try a little bit of everything. And let me tell you this. Yeah. And, and I've said this before on our show is, you know, I got to a point where when I was a younger cigar smoker, all I was smoking was dark maduro pepper bombs and i Mm -hmm. thought that's what made a good cigar but then when i quit smoking those pepper bombs and went back to like some connecticut's and some light lighter habanos and naturals man i found that there's a whole world of cigars that i love and so that's what i love about what you're doing is you're not just cramming maduros or you're not just cramming mexican san andreas into a box you're giving everybody like a sampler so that they can explore the tobacco and the cigar world and i love that yeah and you know what it's a good point about you know putting in one type here and there there's nothing wrong with that you know there's there's a club for each individual i think i think there's plenty of room for it in this in this space um i love all the other clubs i mean to be honest they do what their niche and their 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 market is awesome they they all do it the right way you can get a club if you want just all maduros or all full body you can get a club if you want just all boutique. yeah if that's what you're They're into once you've sure. developed your palate great sure. but for guys cutting their teeth on cigars i love what you're doing to give them a sampler of everything that's out there yeah and again it, it's the it's the cut your teeth on cigars it's it's get a little bit more of an education on it than you already have and then it's to try new things so if you're always looking to try something new you know, it's for you. If you're looking to educate yourself a little bit more, it's for you. If you're brand new, it's for you. You know, you get two, four or eight cigars a month. It's, uh, you know, that was kind of the idea at the beginning was like, what, what can I do to give people a value to want to learn, you know, where, because we have the MSRP guarantee in the, in the, um, Robusto and El Presidente box, which is four and eight. That means the value of the cigars are going to be more than the cost of the box guaranteed every month. So you're getting your money's worth. Essentially, Rob, it comes out to getting one free cigar a month. If you were to buy all these cigars in a lounge, right. now sure, you can get them cheaper online, but that's not the point. You're not going online to buy singles. Right. You're going into a lounge and you're going to pay that plus a markup because you know these guys got overhead. I love brick and mortars. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take away. In fact, I think clubs benefit. Oh, uh, I, I think brick the brick and mortar, and mortar benefits from the monthly because right. it gives you the confidence to go into a cigar lounge and buy cigars. Sure. But it also what I'm saying is it also gives the brick and mortar owners uh, a benefit. The clubs benefit them in that 
we introduce smokers to a new cigar. Then they walk into a lounge and they say, do you carry this? If they hear that enough, shit, we got to buy those boxes. We got to buy this brand. People are coming in and ask about this. Now they've got something new to offer their customers. So well, it also it, gives them the opportunity to show them a cigar that's similar that they do have in their humidor. 100%. 100%. So it benefits, you know, I think literally that's why it's a cigar club for everyone. And, you know, bring in the brick and mortars as well. <laughs> it, yeah. it benefits them. And, and to be honest, the manufacturers love them. They love the clubs because they're getting out in front of thousands of people every month with a cigar that maybe nobody's ever heard of. Sure. And they say, oh, now they're trying their brand. And then you've got a brand loyalist. So it's it's a nice domino effect that uh, benefits everybody from top to bottom. Yeah, I think it's a nice piece of the whole community. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- I think that what I, – and I love what you're doing. I, I love how you do yours. But well, I want to back up for a minute because before you started, what, what were you doing in Nick G's life before cigars? Oh, God. I mean, I've been in sales for, how old am I now? 73? So. <laughs> really, you look a little older, but. Oh, good, good. asshole. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I've been in sales forever. And, um, you know, it's, it's good. It's fun. Sales for me is kind of similar to what I'm doing now with this is you're out there talking to people. You're engaging, you know, and, and I'm not looking. Of course, I'm looking to sell. But that's not my goal here. At the end of the day, is I'm, I'm in a community that enjoys the same thing I do. Now, not many people can say that with their with their full time gig. You know, it's uh, it, it's a nice feeling. But, you know, I, I originally grew up in Massachusetts. Uh, I grew up in Central Mass and um, I moved out to uh, Northeast Ohio God, about 10 years ago. And uh, again, you could do that with sales like, you know, you work from home or you do a little bit of traveling. You can kind of station yourself anywhere. You know, now, are so you a, because well. you're from Massachusetts, uh, are you a fan of the song by the BGs, Massachusetts? That's I oh got you. You're like hitting the points. I just watched like two months ago, three months ago. That documentary. documentary. Wasn't it awesome, yeah. dude? It was so good. So good. I'm, I'm going to watch it again. Like I'm a BGs fan already, but same. I did not know like about their first chapter. Did you? Me neither. I was like, dude, when you heard them, were you like, that sounds like the Beatles? I mean, they said, I was like, dude, they sound just like the Beatles. And I didn't know that they were like superstars as teenagers and then took a hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, and and they they caught a lot of crap too, you know, when they, when they went into the disco era. Yeah. But they didn't really do disco. It turned into disco. You know what I mean? And so, but it was a really great, but anyway, I I heard that song, Massachusetts. And when you said that, I was like, oh, so were you a fan of that song being from there? I I knew, I knew of the song and it's funny because I I played it uh, in the car and my kid, my six-year-old actually kind of likes it. And my wife's sitting there. She's like, this is the worst song (laughs) in history. And I said, all right, whatever. You know, it's all right. He likes it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Um, how old were you when you left there? About 31. Oh, okay. So you were there your young adult. Oh yeah. No, I grew up in central. I grew up, uh, born and raised in Worcester, Mass, Worcester. And, uh, I lived in, uh, Brookline and Waltham before I left. And Brookline is like right on the edge of Boston. I lived a mile from Fenway park. Oh, no kidding. uh, Oh yeah. It was awesome. It was, it was real cool. But I mean, it's night and day difference, you know, being out here in Ohio and, in the burbs compared to being in the city, it's uh, you could take a walk 20 minutes 
you know, from starting your walk to getting back to the couch, you can go get a sandwich, you can get a, you know, a 12 pack and go pick up something else. You'll be back eating in 20 minutes. You are know? you talking Just, about there where you are now? Yeah, there. No, we're oh, on that okay. now. No, it takes, I got to drive 20 minutes to somewhere. You know? <laughs> yeah. So man, no, Fenway it's, it's Park, not, dude. So did you grow up going to baseball games all the time? Oh yeah. I mean, I sat, I sat, I've sat in every corner of that park so far. Nice. It's, it's, I love it. I, you know what, to be honest, Fenway park is a shithole. It's a dump, uh, but it doesn't but it, matter. It doesn't, it matter. doesn't. Yeah. I think we've talked about this maybe on one of the herfs once it's just, it doesn't matter because it's the nostalgia of it. You walk out as soon as you see it, you're just in a different place. You don't care that you're, you know, a quarter inch from, you know, the guy next to you is spilling beer on you because you're <laughs> spilling beer on him probably, you know, right. so, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it, it's something to see, you know, that in the old Yankee stadium and, and even Wrigley Wrigley's a dump too. You know, people don't, aren't going to like that opinion, but I loved Wrigley when I went there, you know, cause it's Wrigley field. Well, I mean, and, and how many off. people were like up in arms when they decided to build a new Yankee stadium and get rid of the old one. Everybody was like, Oh, we love that place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was, then you give them the corporate seats and the nice posh, you know, service and they don't, they don't remember the old one. <laughs> right. Right. That's how it always <laughs> works. So, you know, I can tell you this, when the Cowboys had the, uh, uh, stadium that we had for the first 30, 40 years, uh, mm -hmm. when they tore that down, I was like, good, that place sucked. Right. I mean, dude, how is Jarrah's world? You, I've never been, been to the new stadium as far as okay. going to see a game. Cause I'm too cheap now. Cause you know, when yeah. they build a big stadium, they up the prices like 400%. But, you know, I went to the games in the old stadium, and I can tell you that we would be sitting in the nosebleeds, and there was like a temperature gauge on the wall, and it, we were, it would be literally 121 degrees. Awful. Terrible. It, no, it was not fun. It was not no. fun. And plus, they <laughs> lost. So every time I ever went to a game, they lost. <laughs> how, many how many championships they got in your time? They, they Five. 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 Can you believe I've got I've seen six with the Patriots? That's crazy. <laughs> so did the Patriots address the quarterback need in the draft? I don't know. I didn't even watch. Well, they got Mac, uh, Mac Jones. So at fifteen from the Giants. N no, oh. Mac Jones uh, from Alabama. Oh okay. no, they, they they were at fifteenth pick overall, and Mac Jones just fell to him. You know. Yeah, and, my uh, my buddy was like, I can't believe the Cowboys didn't jump on that quarterback, and I was like, dude, we just paid a hundred and sixty million to Dak, and we're not yeah. going to take a quarterback. Yeah, you got a good quarterback, one ankle or not, he's a good quarterback. Hey, you know what? You know what I say about the Cowboys is the most exciting part of the season for the Cowboys is free agency and the draft. Because on paper, we win the Super Bowl every year. So <laughs> yeah. enjoy the offseason because that's going to be the best part of the Cowboys. Yeah. So did, you didn't watch a draft at all? You didn't, you didn't pay attention? No, I, I got on YouTube and I watched yeah. some live video for like 15, 20 minutes. I used to. In fact, my wife told me the day I was in the kitchen and she was like, you don't do the draft anymore? And I was like, no, I do. And then I was like. You know what? It's been for like four or five years since I've really been engaged in the draft. Yeah, it was here. It was in Cleveland. So I was, I was supposed to go yesterday and I didn't end up going because we were going to take, you know, my son. And I just I didn't feel comfortable bringing him up there, you know, with the crowds that are there. And yeah. and it turns out we had friends that went without their kids and, and they said, yeah, no way. They made the right move not going. So, Dude, the but, wrestler you know, was there. What's that? The wrestler was there for Cleveland. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ray, uh, Macho. 
The wrestler? Yeah, you know, the WWE. Oh, I don't follow it. I, I don't know, follow that. I, I follow WWF, man. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, you know, the, the Macho Man. <laughs> macho Man. Randy Savage is dead. Oh, well, they had somebody dressed up like him on stage. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, shit. and it looked yeah, like, Macho Man's been dead for years. <laughs> it was, looked like he was wearing a mask that looked just like Macho oh, Man. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that part. I watched uh, most of the first round, and that was it. And then I saw the Patriots picked in the second round, and then I was done. I got you. Like, all right. They're just picking Alabama players, all, all Saban guys. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. No, they're best friends. They, I mean, look, he knows what he's getting. Exactly. So, you hear that buzzing now? No. Your neighbors are mowing. Then mowing and trimming. They saw me come out, and they're just like, hey, he's going to go on a uh, Zoom call. Let's mow our lawn and trim and be loud. Hey, so let me ask you this. Where do you see evolving the My Monthly Cigars? I mean, what, what do you have on the horizon? What's those wheels turning in your mind? Because I know <laughs> as an entrepreneur, you're not just going to do one thing and let it just go on forever the way it is. You're no. going to add additions to it. What do, what do you got turning up there? Yeah, you can't. And you're right. The wheels, when you say wheels, you, I mean, you're under, I think you're underestimating how many wheels are actually turning in a daily basis in my head. It's almost like I'm spitting out too many things, too many ideas that I got to I, I, I do the in. same thing. I do the same crazy. thing and it's crazy. And right. anyway, I, I yeah. completely understand. So, I mean, what do you see though coming out of some of these ideas? Well, you know, first off is going to be, you know, I'm, I want to start with the, um, we're going to have an exclusive coffee, MMC coffee through the Fakking. Uh, that's going to be a nice addition. And that coffee is going to be specific for cigar smokers. Oh, nice. So when I went through, you know, all the, the, the cupping, as they call it, and all the taste testing to, of the roasts that I picked in the, in the roaster that I'm using, um, I found a blend that just, just hit the mark with every single cigar I had. And it really encompasses and covers every cigar from light to so tell to me about this body. coffee this, is the this cigar secret? coffee is it secret or can you tell me it's um like where's it from is it dark roast it, it's a it's a mix i could tell you that it's a mix of, of uh dark and uh, medium roast beans uh it's going to be a guatemalan bean uh, is the the origin and um and there's a little bit a little bit of other stuff to it that that uh I can't can't talk about but Putting some cocaine in there i got you yeah, I got you know maybe no <laughs> but uh yeah and then uh you know the name obviously we're not putting out yet um you know that's going to be we're going to do a big release for that so i'm excited for that uh a lot because i think uh cigar smokers as much as i you know it you're drinking coffee now and you're smoking now and i smoke and drink coffee all the time and sometimes it's like well what am i going to pair up like you don't have to go for me, in my opinion, you don't have to go. All right. A light roast with a dark cigar or a heavy cigar, a heavy cigar with a, uh, or a light cigar with a heavy roast, dark roast. You know, you don't have to do that. There's no set formula. It's what you like. Like right. you said earlier, what's your palate? Drink what you like. Don't be afraid to smoke something different. Don't be afraid to drink something different. It's whatever you like. Oh, I've, happy. I've tried them all. You know, the, the great thing mm -hmm. about my home cigar lounge is they have 14 different coffees and they have a coffee of the day. And for two bucks, you get unlimited refills on coffee. So you know oh, how wow. long you can sit up there and drink coffee and smoke <laughs> yeah. cigars. I mean, so just boom. How do they do it? Do they put it in a pot and just you go up and pour? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You serve yourself and oh, cool. they, I mean, it's like a, I don't know, a gallon 
you know, kettle. Yeah. And okay. it's just as soon as one's empty, they make another pot. And, you know, the cool thing is it gave me the opportunity to try all these different coffees, just like your cigar club does with cigars, because mm-hmm. I would have never tried all these coffees. You know what I mean? And so I've had Guatemalan coffee. I've had Kenya A coffee. I've had Colombian, Brazilian. I mean, everything. And so yeah. it really allowed me to try all these coffees to see what I really like. And so yeah. I, man, you know, I didn't start drinking coffee until like four years ago. And oh, no kidding. yeah, I hated coffee. And the reason that I hated coffee was because every time I tried it, it was always something like Folgers or something like that. And I was just like, that's disgusting. Yeah. And cause that's what my parents drank was Folgers, right? That's just it. Yeah. So I was, I tried that. I hated it. I was like, it's hot. It's tastes like garbage. Why would I want to drink that? So yeah. then one day I was at the cigar lounge with my wife and my wife loved coffee and she had, I think that that day we were having Sumatra coffee and she was like, this coffee's really good. You should try it. And I was like, I don't like coffee. And she was like, no, no, no. I think with your cigar, you would really like this. So I poured myself a cup and I've been hooked ever since, dude. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's such a good beverage. And that's the key is, you know, you need a good, good bean and, you know, I equate coffee to cigars, and I, and I think you would too. You know, it, c- cigars need a lot of different aspects. It needs to be well constructed. It, it needs to taste good. You know, it, it needs to uh, burn well. It needs to draw well, um, smell good. You know, you want you want to enjoy it because it's the whole experience of having a cigar is is what you're doing at the end of the day. Same with a coffee, in my opinion. You know, you need the good beans. You need it well roasted the right way. You need to ground the right way. Um, well, and, and I love that you're right doing a coffee. coffee. And What's I'll, that? I, I, I love that you're doing a coffee, and here's why. Because I've been on hunts and hunts for good coffee. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's these coffee roasters that make coffee, and they think it's fantastic, but they don't smoke cigars. Yep. You smoke cigars, so that tells me that I'm already ahead of the curve if I'm drinking some of your coffee because you're smoking cigars too. Yep. Yeah. Fa- uh, all the fucking good coffee is um, fresh roasted to order. So again, the beans aren't roasted until you order it. Um, and the biggest piece of feedback I've been getting so far, which I love, it's because one of the things I found when I was testing was um, no bitterness whatsoever. Every single I love blend. that because I don't like bitter at all, mm-hmm. and I'm not even real big on like I don't like Kenya A coffee because it's mm-hmm. uh, very acidic. Yep. I'm not a big fan of acidic coffees. I like smooth. You won't get that either. Yeah, you won't get that either. Everybody, every piece of feedback has been it's been no bitterness whatsoever. Everything is smooth. I've heard silky smooth. I've heard nice and bold, but smooth. Silky just, smooth is speaking yeah. to my soul when it comes to yeah, coffee. Yeah, it's great. You know, and there's, right now we got 12 different blends uh, available. There's going to be more coming. And then again, you know, the MMC exclusive, the cigar specific coffee, that one I'm really excited about. Um, you know, we got a, a Bali blue and we've got uh, whiskey barrel aged the, the beans. I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but the beans are in a uh, whiskey barrel aged for 30 days and then roasted. Nice. So, yeah, it's a real nice. That's got a nice, unique flavor to it. Again, smooth uh, and not bitter. Um, but the other thing too, is, you know, people got to realize you got to, 
you got to grind the beans properly too yes. and have the right yes. ratio of water. But one of the cool things is, Rob, I, I, knowing that going into this, I offer three different grinds uh, on top of whole bean. So you can buy oh. a bag of whole bean or you can buy three different grinds. You get the drip grind, which is your regular grind. Then you get the coarse, you know, for a French press or something. And then the fine for things like espresso. So yeah, you, see, you know, uh, that was my mistake. I didn't know that you needed to do the certain grind for mm -hmm. your coffee maker. And so when I first bought this badass coffee maker and this badass uh, grinder, man, I was grinding everything fine, fine, fine. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, this coffee sucks. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I started doing some research and it was like, oh, I need to do mine like more coarse grind, not fine. Yep. And right. so, and I do love espresso, but you know, I don't have an espresso machine. And from what I've read, it's a pain in the ass. So I'm just happy with my pour over. <laughs> yeah. Pour over is a, you know, the classic is, uh, is just that it's always a classic. It's easy. Everybody knows how to do it. As long as you put in your right ratio of water to, to grounds and you're doing the right grind. Um, dude, my yeah, grinder, my grinder tells me how much water to put in my coffee pot. So I uh, see mine doesn't tell me the water, but, uh, I have, I have the Breville smart grind, uh, burr grinder. Oh. So I just turn a knob and it gives me the number of grind. It tells me, you know, fine, uh, course, et cetera. And then I just press the number of cups I want. That's uh, what it tells me. It doesn't tell me how much water though. I, I got to figure that math out on my own, which by the way, speaking of why do drip pots go by five ounces? And you really want two tablespoons for every six ounces of coffee. I don't know because my grinder <laughs> tells me how much I water I need to put in. So whatever it tells me to do, that's what I yeah. do. Yeah. So maybe that's a turnoff for people. They, they're not good at math. I don't know. Yeah. I don't do any math. It's like, <laughs> okay, I need nice. to put in 10 cups of water. Perfect. Yeah. And I mean, and what's great. And what's great too is I've, you know, all these boxes, the past, my monthly cigars boxes, you know, ever since, Cause I wasn't really talking about it. It wasn't out there that I was, I was going to be doing this coffee and, you know, taste doing these taste tests. I had every single cigar from every month with these coffees. Yeah. I heard you, know, you were smoking the cigars before you even sent them out to other people. That's not nice. Oh yeah. I always do that. I always, <laughs> I always smoke them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. I wrote that the other night. I think it's, is it bad that, or my mean or my bad? Is it bad that I enjoy smoking them before they get to people? And, you know, I have to. I don't want to send you a dog rocket. You know, oh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I may not like some of the cigars. Let's be honest. I, it may not be uh, for me, but that doesn't mean it's not for my members. Yeah, it's, you, you, know? you can't just put cigars you like in there. You know what no, I mean? Then it would be the Nick, Nick Cigar Club, you know, and it, right. it would just be all heavy, spicy you know, so, full body so cigars. How do you, let's talk about that for a minute. How do you do your selection of cigars? Do you have a, mm -hmm. like a process? How do you actually do that? Um, put a piece of paper on the wall, throw, throw darts and whatever four hit them. Gotcha. The, gotcha. No. <laughs> you do that in the garage? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I got uh, big holes in the garage. Right. No, I, um, I got a running list of cigars that, um, you know, either I've wanted to try myself because, you know, it, it, it's my club and that I'm running and I have a little bit, you know, it's a little bit of personal touch to it. And plus, I want to know if it's good before I give it out to my members. Right. Um, you know, it's cigars that are, you know, quote unquote hot right now or um, I don't want to say in demand, but people want to try. I love that when I hear feedback every month, like, oh, man, I got this cigar. I've been wanting to try that. But you know why people don't try is because they're not going to spend $200 on a box and 
and risk hating it. You know, and then they hate. Let me tell you something. Anyway. I've bought boxes before, and mm -hmm. two or three sticks in, I hate it, yeah, and I'm like, way. man, I can't smoke the rest of mm -hmm. these. So those go on the bottom shelf of the humidor, and now yeah, spaces, when you come spaces. over, those are the cigars I give you. <laughs> <laughs> and people, and, and the people that don't know anything, like these are great. These oh, are awesome. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I had a good friend Tim come over and stayed the weekend one weekend, and he is not a regular cigar smoker, and after the first day he was like dude every cigar in your humidor is really good and i was like yeah because i don't smoke shit <laughs> right so so yeah i mean it's it's basically a running list um i keep a running list going and then i you know i kind of make it a point like i said to give a variety every month of something different value you know uh, i try to put in um uh at least 40 dollars worth of cigars in there you know, on the MSRP, so you're only paying 30 bucks. So like I said, you're pretty much getting a cigar for free every time. Um, and then, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, it's stuff that's hot, that's hot that people want. Like uh, last month, I'm smoking one now, one of the HVC hotcakes, you know, <laughs> not these were hot for the hotcakes, but that's, you know, that's been a pretty popular cigar from what I've seen on social media, um, you know, the past few months. And I put one in, and that was the feedback I got. I've been wanting to try this, but nobody wants to spend the money on a box. Hey, and that's I've been wanting to try that stick, and I haven't seen it anywhere. So good job. Yeah, that's, HVC is not everywhere. And that's the other thing. You may not have a brick and mortar near you. You know, I've got members that can't go to a club or a lounge and just have a cigar. And those are the same people that also don't want to risk their hard-earned money on a box to hate it. So it's really, you know, it's a nice sampler pack, like you said, you know, and, and that's what all clubs really are, in my opinion. It's almost a sampler that, hey, I like this. I'm going to go buy a box. And what I try to do is I have them available on our website. So if you like one of the cigars, you know, 99% of the time you can come back and buy a box. You can buy a five pack. So, so we let have me ask you this. Do you ever repeat cigars in the club or is it once they've been in, they don't go back in? Well, I haven't repeated yet, and if I did, that would be bad uh, for only two years. But with all the cigars that are out there, yeah. But at the same yeah. time, man, you've had some really good cigars in your box. I remember one of the cigars, and I don't even remember the name of it. I know it was a uh, a Christian Arrero. I remember it was in a row of the Colorado. Oh, dude, that yeah. was a very that was a great cigar, and I'd never had yeah. it before. I'd never even seen it before, and I was just like, "That's why you do the monthly cigar club." Hundred percent, and that that's that's one of the goals I try to hit is is something you haven't seen, something not aware of, something you haven't had, or something you've wanted to try. But as far as repeats, um, I haven't repeated anything. I don't plan to. The only way I would repeat something, to be honest, and it's possible it will happen. The only way I'll do it is a different vitola, a different size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that would be fine because yeah. I've found that a lot of times smoking the same blend in a different Vitola is a completely different experience. Yep. And it also educates people that. that that's the way it works. Mm -hmm. I am a huge fan of the McAuliffe Medallia cigar in the um, Corona Extra, which is a 6x46. Yep. And I started smoking the Toro, and what I realized, it was like smoking a completely different cigar. And so that made me appreciate, hey, I need to start trying some different Vitolas because it's a different experience. So I think yeah. that would be completely acceptable. And that would be the only, the only reason, the only repeat, I guess, uh, 
reason to have a repeat. It's just a different size. And, and, and for all the reasons you said, it, it smokes different, uh, flavors are different. You know, it's a whole different experience, you know? And that's what it's funny. You hear people, I'm a Toro guy. I'm a Robusto guy. Well, I'm a whatever tastes good guy, you know? Right, it's, right. It's, well, it's you know, like, try and, different I, things. and I got to the point where, you know, back in the day, I smoked six by 60 because I thought I was cool smoking the big, you know, stogie. I thought the nineties, the nineties were the big, uh, big <laughs> right. that was all the rage. So, but then now, I mean, normally my wheelhouse is somewhere around 46 to 50, 52, but yeah. there are cigars just like the Viva La Vida club 500. That's a six by 60 that I still enjoy. So, I yeah. mean, I'm not a one particular Vitola guy versus I'll smoke. Like you said, whatever tastes great. Yeah. I'll tell you six by 60. I really like is the, uh, the flat iron, the CAO flat irons. Uh, not flat iron. Sorry, that's the Martinez. Yeah, I was going uh, way. That's not CAO. That's Martinez. CAO, the flatheads. Jeez, uh, the flatheads. Yeah, those are. You know what? That's a great six by sixty. And absolutely. The, uh, and you know the uh, Viva La Vida Club Five Hundred is also box press, so they're yep. very similar, but different blends. But yeah, that's one of my other go to six by sixties if I'm going to smoke one. Yeah, because I don't. I don't lean towards the the 60 ring gauge or the bigger ring gauge my sweet spot's probably 50 to 52 i do really enjoy and, and i don't see a lot of them though is the 48 um which is kind of the old school yeah you know, people think they're too thin but it's it, it's kind of one of the original sizes you know the, shoot man i will smoke anything from a 36 up you know yeah and i i think you're exactly right when you see guys smoking the you know 40 to 48 somewhere in there that's more of the old school and mm -hmm. i think that you're starting to see a lot of companies kind of start going back to those vitolas yeah they started by it's i think that movement pretty much started by going towards back to the lanceros you know lanceros were kind of kicked aside because and see i'm not a lancero goes. fan no just personally i've had a few yeah. that i really enjoy but in general i'm not a fan for me they're is it too the feel? long is it, it the feel it's the I'm going to be honest with you. It's the yeah. feminine side of a Lancero. You know, I'm a okay. masculine big All guy. Right. You see yeah. me holding a dainty long cigars. <laughs> it just doesn't look right. Oh, man. Uh, big guys, little cigars. That would be a, that'd be a great Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. That's the thing. And you know what, Rob, too? That's the thing with the, the smaller ring gauges. I think a lot of times people shy away from them because they tend to feel like a, a cigarette almost, you know? And there are so many little small vitolas i put in because you know we put an extra uh in in every box like a little little something extra every month and uh we had put in what did we put in we put in a cinco vegas i i forget what it was but it was this small really really small like what do they call them like pantellas uh uh what is a real not a cigarro but uh, real close to it it's a little bit so bigger than a cigarillo yeah, a cigarillo. Sorry, yeah, a little bit bigger than that, and it was probably about a good, you know, half hour smoke. There was small, but you didn't feel like you were smoking a cigarette. You know, it wasn't to that point because it smoked like a cigar and, it, and right. it felt like a little cigar. But I think people, like you just said, they feel like eyes are on them, like they're smoking something they shouldn't be, and they're not a real cigar smoker. If well, not. you and know, and one of the other things with like the uh, Lancero is for me. It just seems like because of the length and the small ring gauge that 
it's always going out on me and I got to relight it to where if I get right. And where I get the smaller ring gauge in like a five inch cigar, it's, it has more airflow. So I don't have to continually relight it. Like I do, you know, a seven inch cigar. Mm -hmm. Isn't that, isn't that something like draws? Oh, draws. No. Yeah. Draw is like, to me, number one, if you have a bad draw, I'm not smoking your cigars. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and look, you got to give it some time. Obviously, you know that if you've got uh, a cigar that's got a you know, tight draw, feels like you're sucking a you know, golf ball through a garden hose, you know, from the beginning, give it a minute, you know, feel it out. See if there's something plugged in there. I'm very wow. impatient. You know what I do with the cigar that's plugged? Uh, ki- kindling? I, no, 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 no. I cut it in half and then I smoke it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then it's kindling. I don't mess around. I feel it. And it's like, if I feel like there's a knot midway down or lower, I just snip it in half. I've even snipped it it. in half, threw away the top half and smoked the lower half. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. I mean, just get right to it. It's not wrong. Nothing wrong with that. uh, The wrapper doesn't come undone. Well, you just have to be careful with it. Yeah. I mean, because it will come undone if you cut it in the half. Now, if you cut it in the half and smoke the top half, it usually does fine. But on Mm -hmm. the lower half, I've had some issues. And, you know, I just hold the cigar the whole time and then, you know, I keep it from unraveling myself. Yeah. What are you smoking, by the way? Uh, the HVC hotcake. Oh, you're smoking one right now. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, not to be, you know, talk about hot cigars. Now I'm smoking a, a hot cake. Um, these are good, man. These are, these are really good. I, I enjoy now that's them, uh, blended by, uh, AJ Fernandez, correct? I believe it is. Um, the HVCs. Yeah. The HVC, the HVC guy's hand in everything. That is um, true. That is true. You know, and, and he, I think he did it the right way. Um, he, he had the tobacco, right? He, he, you know, yeah, he has his own brand, but he had the tobacco and it's like, why not put it in everybody's brand? Why don't I put it in everybody's cigar? You're, put your name on it. Now you're everywhere. I mean, he's in Monte Cristo. Well, and the thing about it is the way he is in such high demand, when you see your brand and it has AJ's name on it, you're like, oh, I got to try that cigar. You know what I mean? Just yep. because he is like the ultimate blender. Yeah, because he's, he's got all the tobacco. And I, I think he was smart about it. He took the tobacco farms and just, you know, sourced that out and put my tobacco in your cigar, put my name on it. And that's it. And then he's got his own line as well. So really smart, really smart business guy in the tobacco industry for sure. Yeah. So uh, before we go, man, tell everybody where they can find my monthly cigars. And I assume that they will be able to also find the Falking Coffee at the same place. Yeah. Well, yeah. So um, right now I'm everywhere at my monthly cigars, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram and Facebook are the main two. Uh, the website is mymonthlycigars.com and uh, the coffee site is fuckinggoodcoffee.com. Spell fucking uh, fa- so people don't actually type in. <laughs> yeah, they ruin their work browser. Right, they right. get in trouble. Uh, fucking it's F-A-H king goodcoffee.com. Uh, and then there's links. There's a link on uh, the my monthly cigars page, too. So. And, and yeah, give us a follow, try it out. I, I mean, try it out once. I, I promise you, if you like one, um, you're going to like the rest of them and, and I, I'll get you some to try Rob, uh, for sure. We'll, we'll talk after we sign off and I'll get you some and see what you think. Cause I know you're a big coffee guy. Oh, you know, I am. Yeah. I can't go a day without having at least I, my minimum is one pot. So, I mean, usually I'm yeah. a two pot a day guy, but sometimes yeah. when I'm yeah, when I'm in the afternoon, you could tell when I've missed my afternoon. 
coffee is just i got the ma- massive headache and i'm just cranky it's almost like i'm hangry oh but, yeah uh, <laughs> i'm with you man i gotta have my yeah. coffee and you know what's fun- funny is i i can drink i could drink two pots in a row and i don't get all jittery because it really doesn't affect me the way it does. Like my wife, she would be all jittery and yeah. I can just drink it. And I don't even notice that it makes me hyper or stimulated. It just, you know, I enjoy the flavor of it. That's why I drink it. Yeah. And that's, you know, what's, what's really cool is the, of the fucking good coffee. There's a couple of blends with a little bit of kick of caffeine in it. And it, that caffeine boost does not make you jittery at all. Um, you know, I've had, coffees that claim to be so strong and you get those jitters, but that's mainly because of the beans that are being used. You know, the Robusta beans, they're, they're not using really good Robusta beans, um, which, which stinks, you know, but I get it. It still gives you that, that oomph that, that you want. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got the, I mean, I have a breakfast blend in the fucking good coffee of uh, breakfast blend plus. So, you know, um, Rob over a final third cigar, he had some and he loved it. And he's just like, it's smooth. It's so delicious. He had it with multiple cigars already. He made a cold brew out of it. Um, you you know, drink cold, do you drink cold brew? I'm not a big cold brew guy. Uh, I don't, uh, you know what, to be honest, Rob, the process takes too long for me. <laughs> I'm not patient enough. My brother drinks it cold brew and I, I don't. I mean, yeah. my, if I want to drink it cold, it's because it's in my cup and I let it sit too long and, but I still drink it. I don't care if it's boiling hot or ice cold, I'm going to drink it, but I'm not going to start with cold coffee. No, I, I, I love iced coffee. I'll drink iced coffee and I make a lot of, um, during the summer times, I make a lot of iced espressos. So, cause I have the espresso machine and yeah, it's real. I mean, it's super easy. You get get yourself a shaker, throw some ice in there and a little bit of milk, maybe like three ounces of milk. And then let that get really cold. Draw, uh, pull it, pull a two shot of espresso. Throw the espresso in that shaker. Shake it up. Put ice in a cup, and then just pour it out over it. Like keep a lot of the foam in the shaker. It's phenomenal. It's way better than any iced coffee you could have. Huh. It's so good. I've never had that. That's have to put that on my list. Yeah, it's so- good. It's good, and that's you know that's why I love about coffee, Rob is. Uh, you can do so many things with it. It's almost like food. It's an ingredient of sorts. Like there's so many different drinks, like booze, like alcohol. How many drinks are out there? I don't know. I only, I only drink bourbon. So (laughs) yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I need to, I need to get my hands on some more. I'm running low. (laughs) Oh man. My, my cabinet, you can't see it right now, but it's, it's like, I need a bigger cabinet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I need that with my humidors. Oh, yeah. Same here. <laughs> so anyway, man, I want to say thanks for coming on the show and spending a little time with us and letting everybody get to know you and your brand. Uh, I'm a big supporter, and I've always been a supporter of what you do, uh, mainly because I like the whole concept of teaching people how to explore the world of cigars. I think that is a phenomenal teaching mechanism that you provide people. So I can't say enough about what you do. I think it's awesome. And also if I love a brand, it's not just because I love what they do. It's also because I love the people behind the brand and I'm a big fan of yours. So I love what you do. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for inviting me. I know it's been a while. We're trying to get on and 
you know, I'm glad I finally got it. We got to, I got to come back on again. We got to talk some sports or something. And, uh, hey, well, yeah, we, no, we Rob, were talking about you coming on the show on the last episode and we were talking about, I was like, dude, that guy knows sports. That guy knows <laughs> sports. Like I know football and that's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. every sport. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that was me. I played for, and played baseball for over 16 years and, and then just, I never watched TV. I always watched sports. You know, I didn't watch television. You know, I didn't catch on to shows like Seinfeld and stuff until, you know, five years after. So you, know, you got old. Like yeah, you know, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, thanks for having me on. And yeah, you, you, you know, you really have been a, a supporter of mine from the beginning, you know, when we met. And I do appreciate it. And, and you're one of the better people in the industry. Keep doing what you're doing. Get the word out there about cigars and, you know, keep pushing your success because you, you, you've grown quite a bit since, uh, since we first talked and, and, and I'm happy for you. I hope well, it gets I appreciate bigger. it, man. We thank you. Yeah, this is great. This is good. I'll be back for sure. And Hey, really? I'm one thing I'm really disappointed about though. Go for it. Where's Brian? You know, Brian is only on the regular show. He doesn't do interviews because if we let him be on the interview, we don't get to hear from the person. Cause he just yak, yes, yak, yes, yak, yak the whole time. Yes, sir. No, yes, sir. no, yes, sir, he, Brian. he, yes, uh, because of the way the interviews go, we we really don't combine all three of us in there. Every now and then we do, yeah. but it's just a easier setup when it's just one on one. No, I I know how you run it, and I I'm just you know giving him crap. You know, I just thought you know for me of all people, I'll guess you know he would show up. But yeah, right, you know, right. Thanks, thanks, Brian. I just want to hear the yes sir, yes sir. That's all I want to hear. We'll we'll have him throw that in there. <laughs> awesome, thanks, Rob. Appreciate hey, it. thank you, buddy. Have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that interview with Nick. It's always a pleasure to talk with him. Cool dude. Yeah. Cool dude. You know, he used to be on a lot of the herfs with us. Hmm. And uh, he, he's a very sports knowledgeable guy. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? True. And amongst us, that's you have to be very knowledgeable to talk with us about certain sports. Especially yeah, like he he knows a lot about basketball, yeah, baseball. Yeah. And see, I'm not really either yeah, one of those. Football. I, I'm a football guy, and that's it. Yeah, football. Football. I mean, I like to watch a little boxing. <laughs> you know, today, boxing, you know, and my nephew is in UFC, so that's what I look at more than anything. Now, you know, UFC, when it first started, folks were like, it ain't going to last. Look at it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. really, it has put boxing in its shadows. Tell the truth. I mean, there's too much money in it. Too much. And you'll never get that back for boxing. No. No, no, I think no. the closest you ever got to it was when Tyson came out of retirement. <laughs> so what's that say about the, the old sport? Guard, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Him and Roy Jones. They, oh, that's the best thing in the last three years. Two dudes coming out of retirement. Right. Wow. But hey, that's the way it is today, man. And I was still a fan. Oh, come on. Enjoy, and that fight it. was still good. Yeah. It's better than some of the fights we've seen in a while. I mean, it, it, you could tell they were old. Yeah, but you but can it, still tell that talent. Yeah, that talent and heart, baby. Woo. So, anyway, man, Bryant has a special list for the show. He's got a list of the top 10. Most expensive yeah. cigars in the world. Yeah, I asked Rob this question. If money wasn't an option, what stick would you buy? And he came up with one, but we're gonna go through the list first. No, we no, come no, 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 no. Let me tell you oh, what I Lord, let me tell you go. people what I actually said. Yeah. Cause he's just said it again. <laughs> if money wasn't an option, option, what would you get? And it's like, you mean if money was no object? Object. <laughs> Not objection. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, if you didn't have to worry about spending, 
if 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 money was no object and you could buy whatever you whatever want, you want it. And and I said I would probably, I mean, I would for me, yeah, I would probably say the Steve Saka unicorn. Yeah, it is. It, it's a hundred bucks, and the reason is because I would love to smoke it. Uh-huh. But I'm too cheap to spend a hundred bucks, <laughs> even with money not being. <laughs> I mean, I'm, an object. <laughs> yeah, if money was no object, then yeah, I would smoke it. Let's hit this list. Now right. you were talking about some cigars. Start at the bottom. Don't start, start at the, the top. bottom of the list. He wants to go with number ten first. So number ten, and this is weird how they have it spelled. It's the Louis XS, and that's L O U I X S. How much do you think that one went for? Ten bucks. Fifty dollars a stick. Okay, and I've spent fifty bucks yeah. on one stick. And it was uh And that's a, I think that's about my peak. <laughs> See, that's what, as far as you're gonna go. You're not going any further. Fifty is a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a six by six and it's created in Nicaragua. It's wrapped with Rosado wrappers and available in boxes and also individually. But the thing about it is it's flavored with cocoa and spice. And it has a picture of Louis the Fourteenth on the I, front of it. That's one that I would actually try. Okay, fifty bucks is as far as for, you go for a cigar that made the top ten of the most, most expensive mm-hmm. cigars. Yeah, I would try that. You'd try. So, how about number nine, which is the Regius Double Corona at fifty two seventy eight per cigar? I mean, what's special about it? What makes it number nine? Uh, it's produced. It's a limited edition of a British company named Regius Cigars. I'm out. <laughs> he said, "British, I'm done." <laughs> British people don't make cigars. <laughs> but it's 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 just a special edition. And they say the last person to have bought these cigars was Callum Jones in 2013. So why has no one bought any? They're only 52 bucks. Yeah, and they only make them. On special occasions, this is not something that you find. Like it's a British company, okay? Today we'll do it. Where do they make them at? I uh, didn't give that information. Oh, at the Regis headquarters in England. Yeah, I'm out. He says he's done. I'm not going to be able to do that one. Yeah. So what's let's the, go. What's, the, what's number eight? How, that's what I say. How about number eight? Arturo Fuente Opus X, seventy nine dollars a stick. Now, which opus is that? The 2003 10th edition. Oh. It's nine and a, and a quarter by 47. Nine and a quarter by 47. That, that's a El Presidente. Yeah. The cigar and, features a mild jalapeno flavor with a Rosado wrapper and is grown at their plantation at the Chateau de la Fuente. Dude, look at you on trying, the roll, man. Trying. Don't ask me to say it again. Yeah. So, so what's the price point on that one? $79 a stick. See, I would even try that. Oh, see, Luke, he coming out to $50. That's your, that's your inheritance, <laughs> man. That's your inheritance. I mean, not today. Yes. <laughs> I got to wait till we get another stimulus check. <laughs> I hear you, brother. I hear you. Number seven is another Fuente. Fuente Don, Fuente Don Arturo. Anniversario, and it's one hundred and sixty-three dollars a stick. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he one. said, "I'm done now." <laughs> but it's a hundredth anniversary that came out in two thousand and one. Wow! The wrappers of each cigar, again at the Chateau de la Fuente, where the company began back in nineteen twelve. They're aged seven years, and they come in sun-grown and natural variety. Very cool. I mean, at a, you said a hundred what? One hundred and sixty-three. Whew, yeah, I can't do that. 
He said, no, I'm done. <laughs> You're out of my price range on this list, and we at number seven. <laughs> number These are not the top ten cigars that I'll be smoking. <laughs> okay, number six is the Cohiba Beehike. Guess how much that one is, a stick? 300 $450. Whew. And it's definitely... one of the most popular uh, coming out of uh, Cuba. They come in a box of 100 I've seen the boxes, yeah, and, and they are not your ordinary cigar box. Nope. Mm-mm. And they come in a seven, seven and a half by 52. It looks like a piano. Yeah, and that's what I'm looking at the box now. It looks nice. just like a piano. Yeah. Yep. And that's, whew, but $450 a stick. Mm. Dude, now, that box has holograms yes, on it. Yes. Like, like, you're looking at it. But you know what the main thing is? What's the that? serial number. For each box, yes. Yes, and for each cigar now, has its own serial number. I'm going to upset you for a minute. Okay. Number five, Gurkha's His Majesty Reserve. Dude. <laughs> Guess how much somebody spent for this stick? How much? $750. Wow. Per stick. And what's, what's, what, what? What's Seven and a half by fifty two. It's the uh His Majesty's Reserve. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it comes with a Connecticut Maduro wrapper that is aged fifteen years and a Dominican binder and filler that are aged twelve years. And it also is infused with Louis the thirteenth cognac. Yeah, I'm out. She said, infused, I'm done. I'm done. First, you got me with that name, and then you're talking about infused, I'm good. Done. <laughs> but seven hundred and fifty dollars a stick, man. Hey, some people got more money than sin. <sighs> Number four, the Gurkha Black Dragon. How much is that one? $1,150 a stick. Dude, that's crazy. It's uh, eight and a half by 52. The wrapper is Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro. The bind is Cameroon. Aged five years. And each cigar is individually packed in a frosted tube. But here's the thing that got me. The Box is made of camel bone. Hmm. Camel bone. So they killed the camel to make the box. <laughs> or they're just at a camel funeral home. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. Don't go there. I mean, don't go there. We're good. <laughs> it's available. But I'm talking about $1,150 for a Gurkha. And think about how many boxes of the cigars we like. You could buy it for $1,100. Dude. You see what I'm saying? Half a year. Right. Now, get to number three. And this is the one that I chose. That if I money wasn't an object, (laughs) option. If money was no object. I would try this. King of Denmark's. Guess how much this is a stick? How much? $4,500 a stick. For what? (laughs) The thing is, the king of Denmark can be customized according to the buyer's liking. They can choose or add a gold foil with a name inscribed on it and also add precious metals or diamonds on it. This is on the foil. Each smoke uh, comes with a humidor. The humidor is priced at $850. And it is sterling. $850? 8500 $8,500. So let me get this straight. I spend forty five hundred on a cigar yep. and I get an eighty five hundred dollars humidor. Yeah, that's bullshit. No, and it's 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 made. It comes with a crown that's made of sterling silver and plated in twenty four karat gold. Well, why that's, don't I just buy two of them and then I'll sell both humidors for ten grand? 
No, you buy both cigars and sell them for ten grand. Yeah, the cigars are forty five hundred. But the thing is, if you spend eighty five hundred just for the humidor, you're not getting any sticks. Yeah, but why would I want to do that? That's why you buy the cigar and get the stick, get the humidor. Let for me free. tell you something. I have bought cars <laughs> for less than for less than for less than eighty five hundred. Definitely too. That was number three. Now number two. I can't see, but somebody actually bought this stick. It's uh, only one. It's a one of a kind, and it's the Grand Habano Number no. Five El Gigante. Guess how much that went for? Well, if it's called El Gigante, I want to know how big it was. The gauge on it is nineteen hundred and twenty. Why? It has enough. To, it has the amount of tobacco is sixteen hundred pounds. What do you do with that? It can. 40 people can smoke off the cigarette. So, you know, this, I mean, cigar. So, you know, this was before COVID, right? <laughs> this was pre COVID. But it was priced originally. What do you think the price is on it? A million dollars. No, it was $185,000. Wow. But they wanted 200000 but somebody actually paid $185,000 for the stick. And what makes it special other than being an El Gante? It's that big. They even made a carrier for it that's 19 feet long. Why? Why? Yeah, truly why? Somebody spent $185,000 for a stick. Where, where would you put it? You couldn't hey, smoke it. Bend over and I'll show uh, no, you. Not 19 feet. <laughs> Not happening. Is that how long it is? Yes, 19 feet. And it's got a 1900 and ring 20 gauge. 20 ring gauge. How big? 1920. Dang. First of all, there's no cutter that can cut that. You had to catch you a couple of lumberjacks. Yeah, you'd have a chainsaw. <laughs> yep. but, but who? But you can't. But somebody bought but it, it. But it's not smokable. No, but somebody still bought it. Yeah, that's because people are dumb. Oh, all right, so that means number one's got to be something dumber than that. I don't really think it's dumb. Number one is the Mayan cigars, and it's spelled S-I-C-A-R-S, cigars. Guess how oh. much? When you told me how it was spelled earlier, I thought you were talking about how you were spelling the Mayan. I was like, that's, I don't know how you get Mayan from S I C A R. Wait a minute, that's, that's not even cigar. What is he? Brian, what did you drink? Well, it was the Rebel Yeah, bro. But uh, guess how much number one cost for one I stick? Can't, I can't even imagine. $507,000. That's wow. half a million. That's more than I make in a long time. I haven't made that yet. Here's the thing. It is the most expensive cigar ever. The cigar is 600 years old. <laughs> he stopped. He, he couldn't breathe. Did you? Oh, you didn't have it on there. He's Six. like... He's like 600 years, 600 years old. And they were found in 2012 in the village of Guatemala. They were well preserved and can still be smoked. Hey, or maybe somebody was just making some shit up. <laughs> I mean, how do they know? They said, well, you know, archaeologists. They, yeah, they said they're all full of it. I think they're all full of it. They said the Mayans were known for having a good taste in smokes and began making cigars since the 12th century. They said Christopher Columbus tried to take these cigars back to Europe. So it has a history to it. But it still ain't a half a million dollars worth of history. 
Dude. 500 and And is that for one? Yes. And it went, it was sold in an auction. It went for 507. One stick went for a half a million in an auction. Dude. And you know what? If I bought that stick, uh-huh. I'd light it up in the parking lot. Dude, you. I'm done with you. There's no way you're going to spend a half a million and go out there in the you're parking right, lot. You're right. You're right. Right. That's not going to happen. <laughs> But I'm not going to buy it just not to smoke it. I can, I wouldn't know what to do with that. First of all, what mindset has, what person has a mindset to spend a half a million dollars on one cigar? Okay, it's 600 years old. So? So? I will take one for $10 that was made last week. Last week <laughs> and smoke the heck out of it. Right. But you look at this list. You go from $507,000 down to fifty. And so, and so that makes me actually want to smoke the number ten, number ten at fifty that made this ten list. Yeah, and that was the Lewis XS fifty dollars. Yeah, send me a copy of that. Will that 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 one cigar? I don't care about (laughs) number ten only, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Not spending more than fifty bucks. Can't can't go any further on this list. You stopped at seven. You went to fifty two. Yeah, and then. What was it, 79? Yeah, 79 for the Opus X yeah. that was made that was in 2003. Yeah. yeah, that was it. He said, after that, nah, I'm good. <laughs> He's spinning yeah. Luke's inheritance. No. Luke sitting over there looking at him like, no. <laughs> I see one of those coming to the house. I'm going straight to the auction house. $507,000, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I want to know the person who bought it. They went. They didn't say the name, but I want to know who bought a, a half a million dollar cigar. Somebody that has more money and they don't know what to do with it, so they just buy dumb shit. Somewhere in Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. Where they got gold Jeeps. Yeah. <laughs> that they ride on two wheels down the highway. Exactly. I'm like, wow, a half a million dollars. That's what got me. I was like, yeah, this list. I, I'm thinking it's going to top out like four or $500, somewhere around that. I saw five hundred and seven. I'm like, oh, I know Rob don't know nothing about this. Five hundred and seven thousand no, dollars. That's not a cigar smoker. No, that's not nah, a cigar nah, smoker. No, no, no. That's a collector, and that's somebody that, like you said, probably never lit up a cigar in their life. Could you imagine handing over a check for that amount of money? Man. They hand it to you. You cut it and light it up. <laughs> I'm lighting the cut too. <laughs> Everything is smoked. I'm going to eat that cut. For real. The ash is staying with me. I'm not getting yeah, rid of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be able to sell these ashes <laughs> yeah. for, you know, like 100000 yeah. yeah Somewhere around. And I got to get something back off this $507,000, man. Nah. Come on, bro. So. Come on. Come on. All right, gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for this show. We want to give a shout out to the Patreon. Say thank you so much for all the support you guys give. Uh, I mean, we just wouldn't be able to do this no, every sir. week without them, for no, real. Sir. So we want to give each one of you guys a big high five. Yeah, thank sir. you. Fist bump. Brian will give you a big hug. <laughs> man, it's love, man. I appreciate these guys. Absolutely, man. man. I appreciate it. All right, guys, y'all have a great week, and until next time, keep smoking. Boom.